Hello, I just wanted to mention if you're listening to a Ringside View podcast on any of these platforms, iTunes, Breaker, Cashbox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, please give us a like, a subscription, a comment, and follow us on all these platforms. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, follow us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is Pro Wrestling News Tracker. We're also on Twitter at Ringside View Pod. We are also on Instagram at Ringside View Podcasts. So follow us on all these um, social media platforms. We would greatly appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Robert Jesse Dominguez with Earl the Pearl. Earl, how are you? Man, I'm doing great. How are you? Man, I am good. This Wonderful. Is, this has been a good week. We're gonna we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know I watched um I feel bad because I was actually supposed to be listening to a friend's podcast, but I watched oh. I opted out and I watched NXT War Games instead. Oh no. You could you couldn't watch them and listen to the podcast at the same time? No, man. This, was it Matt? Where are you supposed to listen to Matt? No, podcast? no, I'm I'm not gonna you know say he's in the room with us. No, no, I, I, I can't I'm not gonna say who it was, but <laughs> I apologize, Matt. I know you're listening. It wouldn't matter. I'll reprimand Bobby later. I know it wasn't. I'm just messing with you. Um <laughs> Well you know what that you know, hey, best thing about podcasts, you can always catch it. Yeah, and of course. Never yeah. know. Actually, unless I, he listens to this show. No, actually, I listen to it. I listen to it like whenever I'm walking into work. I mean I'm walking well, good. I'm driving so you into listen work, to so. it? So I just didn't listen. I didn't listen to it live. So that's okay. You were you were a semi a semi good friend. Yeah, yeah. So See, you're still a good friend. Um, let's talk. Let's jump right into it, man. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, NXT War Games. Oh my gosh, there was so many good things. I didn't watch it live. Yeah, I watched it the next day. Oh, did you really? On demand. Yeah, I watched it on demand. Um, I I, I was really really happy with this one. I mean, because like yes, uh. I wanted to talk about uh, Tomasa and uh, Thatcher. That was actually a really, really good match. I th- Man, was it ever! It was like it was like super technical. I didn't I didn't know Tomasa was that technical, and he could hang with this guy, but he did. Man, I still say Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher reminds me of a modern day Stu Hart. Yeah, because of the whole because all those little vignettes about where to apply pressure and stuff. And legitimately, I, I, I say this, I, I don't know, just from watching his matches, mm-hmm. I feel like he's a legitimate, like, badass. Because that match with Matt Riddle where he took the knee wrong and he spit out, like, a mouthful of teeth, but they never oh, got yeah. him fixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't afraid to, to take a beating. You know what I'm saying? Like, even in this match... His ear, he took that knee shot to the ear. It started bleeding. And it busted open, and he never stopped. You know I mean? Yeah. It, you know, it was kind of like if you watch, like, the, 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 the Greg the Hammer Valentine versus mm-hmm. Roddy Piper dog oh, yeah. collar match. We've talked Remember, about he, this one he, off show Yeah, we too. have. Yeah, like, like, the Hammer punched Roddy Piper in the ear and made him bleed, and he was off center a little bit. But you know this one, he took the knee and his ear his ear exploded. I don't know if it was like inside it or if it was just like he had a cauliflower ear. Yeah, I was about you know to what I'm say saying? that. Sometimes was, if you bust it, it'll yeah. bleed. If you had it like in the past, I don't know which it, one it was. Yeah, if you had it in the past, it's easy to bleed. So I mean, that was probably mm-hmm. the case with him because he's probably got he like a, a good he wrestling wasn't background. Dizzy or nothing? He no. he took it. Oh my god! And then. And then Tommaso did his little finisher off the rope, and he protected his neck really well. But man, he sold it like he was dead. Like he went straight dead fit, dead. Like when you cut it, like if you cut a head off of a snake, mm. how it goes, it goes stiff for a moment. Like he was like stiff when he hit. But yeah, it was a hard hitting match, and they both had really good offense. It wasn't like a one sided squash match or anything. It was like, kind of was yeah, violent. It was kind of odd because at the very end of the match, you know, Tommaso won. And they were like both yep. on the apron, and they were like looking at each other like, "Are we going to be friends or are we going to be yeah. enemies?" It was just kind of odd. I go, "What's yeah? What's going on here?" I said, "Are they?" They go- were still eyeing each other over. Like, are we going to fight again? What yeah, are we doing? is this over? Are you going to jump first? I know. Yeah, we're going to shake hands. Yeah. Is this over? We're going to continue. What's the deal? They didn't. They didn't <laughs> shake hands <laughs> at all. <laughs> so that was that but it was, was a really good match. That was odd. I mean, that's just like little stuff like that. I love whenever someone like yes, like for example, someone like. Leans into somebody, but they don't do anything. That stuff like that, just I just love, and the little things go a long way with me on that. So, I agree. 
Um, Dexter Candace Loomis Ray breaking her arm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was at, at at the very beginning. Um, I didn't even know. I thought I thought she like tweaked something, but I didn't. That that speaks volumes of her for just to like to finish the match. Mm-hmm. And when she pinned her, because I was wondering if she hurt her arm, because when she pinned her, she didn't really have her arm underneath her. Yeah, like like the one arm was lifting up the leg, but the other arm that was broke or hurt was like just barely touching it. So, um, but yeah, man, that whole match, even the ladies' uh, war game match, was really really good. Yeah, I, I have a, I've always, I think I. I, I think since I started watching NXT like full time now, mm-hmm. uh, I really like um, Gonzalez. What's her name? Gonzalez. Um, yes, I really like her, and I really like uh, She's Rhea great. Rhea Ripley a lot. I mean, <sighs> Rhea got the bag, got the the, the snub because I read a report that said like they had like McMahon changed it, like he put his finger in the NXT pool, mm-hmm. like it was originally slotted that she was supposed to beat Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And then they were going to have like a continuation, and then Bianca Belair was supposed to be put into it. But like right at the last moment, McMahon did a change and made it to be where Charlotte mm. won against Rhea. And then there was that whole controversy of them saying, "Oh, well, you know, she's she's stuck in stuck in overseas. That's why we had to do it." And then she went on her social media and was like, "No, I'm in the United States, guys. I'm 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 not overseas. You know what I'm saying?" Yeah. So like her career has been really so she's she then she comes back yeah so she's eating like a like yeah a, she comes a shit back sandwich, and she right? doesn't yeah it's like they they it's like they they put her in mid card yeah she's not a mid carder though you know what I'm saying she's got to earn her so, way back I guess with yeah and I don't know I don't know what happened like there's no reports that says she did something to earn a a thing like that but I think honestly think you know what I'm saying like with the whole COVID thing going on. You know, well, what do we do? And then McMahon went to the default. That's like, no, oh, Flair has to win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or oh, yeah. this big muscle guy, he's the champion. So I think that's what if he was a like, I, from a business side, I could see like he's wanting to protect the investment, even though he doesn't do anything with NXT. He wants to make sure why well, if she wins, people will love it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas Rhea should have won it. So, so are you thinking that maybe she says, you know, hey guys, I want to be a little bit safe. I may not want to take this booking. And so he's punishing her for it. I'm not saying this. I'm just guessing because that's the, that's you know, the most know. likely thing that's probably happened. If it's, if she hasn't done anything like on Twitter or she's been yeah. like caught on, I don't know, um, the like like the news doing something dumb and like mm-hmm. this is the only thing she I, I can think know. of. There's nothing right. out this, there. There's this, nothing out there. I know that's that's why I'm stupid. saying this is probably what happened. She probably didn't mm-hmm. take a booking the way, and she probably said, "Hey, guys, I want to be safe. I'm not. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel comfortable." So Vince yeah. probably like buried her like a little bit for the next couple of pay per views or so I don't He's know. He's like I'm not over your promotion, but I'm going to punish you anyways. <laughs> so, but yeah, but no, that women's match was really good. They all did really well. I was I was generally surprised. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like the women's can't go. They don't normally go as hard as the guys do. Yeah, and then. Um, stuff like that, but no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I mean, if I was doing a pay per view, I either want to come on first or come on last. That's just me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Always last, my friend. But then Pat McAfee, they're saying, is the goat of all celebrity celebrity wrestlers. Yeah, because there was a because that that moons like all the big high flying moves that yeah. he did in the guys match. And then he sold the neck brace the next day on his show. Man, he like he landed hard on that. I don't. Oh I don't think they caught I'm him. Telling you. I don't know. I, it was weird. But he land. But here's the thing I like about Pat McAfee. You know, we talk about him too. Like when he lands, when he does those high flying moves, like he, you can tell, like he, he knows lay. Well, no, but the landing. You know, like yeah. if you're gonna do a moonsault off, land flat. You know, like even when they do the little drills and they do the front flips. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if he lands, he lands flat. Like I'm, so, I'm, I'm just waiting for him to have his hands out. Like because I've seen, I haven't been. I haven't been to wrestling school, but I've seen like the different people going on it when they tell you the basics and stuff. Like if you if you if you if you jump if you're gonna land on your back, you land with your arms out. You know what I'm saying? Like just just getting the feel of landing flat on your back. Yeah. Like I always expect him to do that, but yeah, he landed flat. He did really really good, and you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't he didn't have much wrestling in that match. It was the wrestlers. He just had the the prime spots. Mm-hmm. And the prime spots he did, he did very good at. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 moonsault, 
Like when he remember when he did he, he who was it? They put Kyle O'Reilly on the table mm-hmm. and he did the he did the moonsault off the top turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. He landed perfect. He landed really good on that. You know what I'm saying? And then they showed the wrestlers, and then all of a sudden they panned up and he was on top of the cage. And then he did that move, and then they panned away and it was the wrestlers again. So it wasn't like we're going to make Pat McAfee the star of this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they were showing the wrestlers and stuff. And then when he had to do a spot, they went back to him and it wasn't like, Oh my God, Pat McAfee's the greatest blah, 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 blah. This is he his, his show. thing. Yeah. Yeah. He did his thing. And then it went back to the people that are actually going <clears throat> to do the thing in the match. Were you, were so you, I thought it was really good. Were you surprised that, um, um, the undisputed era won that? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I, w- I I don't. I was I was betting on them to win. Uh, Joey, my friend Joey, had a pool of who was going to turn, and I was like, I hope no one turns. But if someone was going to turn, I would think it's Bobby Fish. And the whole match, I was just so scared that Bobby Fish was going to turn against the UE. Yeah. Um, but he's good. But he's going to be out now. Yeah, I, I was going to say he he turned to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, he had to get his bicep put <laughs> back on his yeah, arm. It got test, torn, yeah. so he's on the shelf. But, hey, it's fake. Yeah. Of course. You know, it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's what I don't get, is people that say it's fake. And I'm like, if it's uh, fake, why is he injured? Yeah. Well, you know. I'm like, no. It's no. Pre- it's predetermined. That's it's it. It's predetermined, but everybody is. Everything else is real. <laughs> that's exactly correct. So, yeah. Um, so, that's how I feel. But, no, it was. And then. You go ahead. I, I, I think we're saving the best for last. Dexter Loomis. Ugh. And Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Oh, it was such a good, such a good match. And they did not let Cameron Grimes get squashed. Like, there was moments I thought he was going to win this thing. Yeah, of course. I mean, he was like, oh. what, what I loved about it is that he wanted to use his own strap. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then he attacked me. <laughs> he, he's like, I'm using my, it's mine or nothing. And then he and then he attacked me. And I was like, ah, oh, such a good heel move. Uh, and I was afraid there for a moment because Dexter Loomis threw him and he landed in the turnbuckle. And I was mm. like, oh, God, Dexter Loomis is just going to throw him across the ring and he's going to hit every post. And then he's just going to win. And I was like, no, it can't happen like this. But then they got to the outside and, oh. Man, it, like I said, it had some good hard spots. Like, like the, it did the 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 plexiglass breaking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you knew that was going to happen. Um, but yeah, Dexter Loomis. Uh, and the first thing I saw when 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 they came out, I was like, Oh my god, they got the zombie ref! Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was just so good. It <laughs> yeah. was. And Dexter Loomis. And here's the thing: even though Dexter Loomis won, Cameron Grimes didn't look weak with his defeat. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. th- this is hurting anybody's character. Yes, it's it's helping Dexter uh Dexter Loomis be creepy and be the best like he should be. Um but Cameron Grimes losing it's not taking anything away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I like this feud because they let Dexter Loomis whoever draws for Dexter Loomis draw. And like their vignette they had leading up to it, mm. there was more on that than there was on the NXT. Because it was like C. Cameron Grimes run and run yeah. and run. And I was like, this didn't happen the week before. And I was, I loved it because there was more to it. Just yeah. so good. I don't know if they're going to continue it though. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see why they would. Yeah. But now the question is, is we're on Dexter Loomis watch 2020. Yeah. 2021 who is he going to go creepy with next yeah he's that's gonna... my question yeah that's, i don't know i don't know either so it's... that's the best thing about extra loomis like when he did the whole velveteen dream thing first he went to velveteen dream and then he went after roddy strong and then he just disappeared yeah and then he set his sights for whatever reason on cameron grimes so i, I, I that's the best thing because you know what i'm saying like they're like oh we're gonna keep him off for a little bit now he's back and then I'm, it's immediately a good feud i mean so. it's almost like he is Almost, I'm thinking that he's only going after like maybe heels or something. I don't know. He's such a good heel too. He I'm is. Not lie to you. Ah, so good. But so, yeah, and then you had the uh, then you had the the great homage to Scream mm-hmm. for the North American Championship. Yeah, I was I was actually kind of surprised that they they gave it back to Johnny on that one. So. I'm, and I'm, and I'm I'm happy. Yeah, that they put Austin Theory with him, but I like that they that that they did the homage to Scream because they had two of the bad two of the ghost faced. Yeah, yeah. So they they did that. That was a really good tribute to Scream. I liked it, 
And I think here's the thing: Austin Theory's Austin Theory's not a bad wrestler. No, he's not. But he does good when he's with a stable, a heel stable. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I really think being with Johnny Gargano, like you know, with the dinners with the Garganos, where I just I just want to punch my my TV because it's they're so good that they make me want to hate them. Yeah. Austin Theory works really great with that. Like I, when as soon as Austin Theory talks, I, I, I don't like him, and I, and I and I know I'm being worked into a work. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he's got the arrogance, he's got the pompous, he's got the great heel thing. I'm better than you, and that's what the whole Reganos are. They're better than you. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's going to mesh really well out of any of the stables he's been in as of late. I think this is the perfect fit for him. I wonder why they took him out of Seth, under Seth's, like, group. Because I don't think that that vibed with their story. Okay. Because, yeah, he's a follower, but, I mean, he's not a disciple. And then he, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It and, was, again, he could have done something wrong. He could have done something wrong. Who yeah. knows? Okay. But this this stable, he fits really well in with yeah. the Roganos. Yeah, I think so. I think so, um... I just want to see where they take it. If he's going to be, if Johnny's going to be like mm-hmm. the mouthpiece for him, probably. So, and then you know what? That's okay, though. Yeah, you know what? Absolutely. Sometimes I don't want to hear Austin Theory talk. <laughs> I just want to hear. I just want to hear Gorgano tell me stuff that makes me want to hate him, and then that's fine. Because Austin Theory is a good wrestler. Like in, he in, is like, sound. He's very good. I just don't need him to talk. He, he, he doesn't looks, need to he talk looks the to part be a too. heel. He looks the part. Yeah. So. He doesn't even need to talk to be a heel. You know what I'm saying? Just give that smile. Like, he has a good heel smile. Like, you want to punch him in his face. <laughs> so um, Let's jump over to Monday Night Raw. Okay. I'll let you start this one. What, what was your what was your takes on these? What, what uh, things it's, that... It was not... To me, I didn't find it a very memorable Raw. It's just the basic. It's... It's building up The Fiend and Bray Wyatt. Sorry, my bad. The Fiend and Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really did like the very end. Yeah. Whenever, whenever the lights went out and he was I, the Fiend. And I was glad it was. I was down. glad it was the end. It was the. It was the main event. And I am too. I if if that would have been like in the beginning or the middle, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Um. Then you had. Then you had. Um. You have the Hurt Business. Now I do I do like that they're letting Matt Riddle be funny. Yeah, <laughs> you got bro nuts and you've got the Hardy Bros. <laughs> yeah, and Jeff Hardy doesn't carry the way he knows the Hardy Boys. Yeah, yeah, we're getting to that. We're getting to that. But but hear me out, Hardy Bros. Um, and then I don't know what they're doing with Ricochet and and Dana Brooks. I know that they're going to get retribution, yeah, I, but it made I, it look like they were. I don't know. That part confused me. I know what you're trying to do. You're going after yeah. retribution, but what, but I don't understand. What they're doing with retribution either because Mia Yim lost again. He attacked Pie Pie yeah. Paper Plate Face Guy, and then he just walked out. I don't know what's going I, on. With I that. would pref- just kill I, it if you don't want. Yeah, I would prefer they just not do these segments anymore and just like push like a female wrestler or something. Yeah, let my let let that just break up. It's just it's uh, not doing any good. No, no one cares. No, I don't. I mean, the probably the like like the like the two interesting stories to me is like Randy and like you say Bray mm-hmm. the Fiend and the Hurt Business possibly breaking up. I'm because, telling like, you, man. I'm, I still believe it's the new Nation of Domination. Yeah, that because was, they even talked to us like you've been feeling yourself, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And he's making Shelton, they're making Shelton Benjamin lose, but they're yeah. letting him win. Um, honestly, uh, oh, damn you, Rep Machio. Um, I really believe, I really believe that. To me, I still, I still think it is. I still think it's the new nation of domination. I think that there's going to be a power play, maybe in a month, sometime between now and a month. Now, there's going to be a power play. They're going to. But here's the thing: I got to thinking though. I think they're going to force Shelton Benjamin out because uh, Big E on SmackDown has his own music now. He doesn't even. The only thing that says he's part of the New Day is his trunks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think, to me, this is what I got to think of when I was watching it. Because they're making Shelton Benjamin lose. But, uh, whatever his name is, I'm drawing a blank right now. Cedric? Uh, Cedric? Cedric Alexander is winning. I think they're going to they're gonna push Shelton Benjamin out. And I think he's going to join the New Day. I really... I, 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 if, if, they, if they do the power play and he forces Shelton Benjamin out, I think Shelton Benjamin is going to join the New Day. Because the New Day <laughs> does better as a trio. Yeah. Yeah, after, and that would be good for the storyline. But that's just me. That's what I think. So, do you think they're going to replace Shelton Benjamin with? No, 
I think he's just going to, they're going to say four is three, okay. three is perfect, four is a crowd, and they're going to force Shelton Benjamin out. Okay. I, can, I, th- I think. I can buy that. Isn't Shelton, is Shelton Benjamin is a 24-7 champion? No, he doesn't have a belt anymore. No, no, he, he doesn't have it anymore, so. No. Okay. So, yeah, I think I think if they don't do a MVP power play, I think they're going to force Shelton Benjamin out. And I think it's going to be a match where I think he's going to lose again, and I think Cedric Alexander is going to attack him. And say you're bringing this down. You're not. You're not worthy to be right. in the hurt business. And then MVP, as the ever capitalist, is like, oh my my the guy I went after. Yeah, let's let's see who wins this match. And then that's what I think. But that's just me. That's what I would like to see. Um, so. What do you think about this this deal they're doing with Sheamus and um, Drew McIntyre about yeah. they, someone in backstage keeps coming up to him and say, you know, you're going to turn on him, right? <laughs> you know, you, you know, by them doing that, you know, he's not yeah. going to, right? I mean, no. it, it may seem like no, he, he's going to turn, but he's not going to do it. You know that, right? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be. He's going to help Drew out. Yeah, you know, he's not going to interfere, but it's he's going to like walk close. The guys going to be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm not doing anything." And yeah, Drew will capitalize, and I think Sheamus will be like, "Hey, you know, I helped you keep that title." You know, if we are really friends, why don't you why don't you put it on the line? Just a friendly, yeah. a friendly match between two friends. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because Seamus is what Irish, yeah. So then you have the good Irish Scottish feud, you know. So <clears throat> I would that's be, what I think is. Gonna I would happen. be invested in a story like that. That's me, mm-hmm. you know. So. And then you could have, and then you know, he could say like, "Hey, it's not going to be for the belt, but if you happen to beat me, then we'll look at it." And yeah. then you'll have Seamus do something to win, and then that will be the beginning of the feud between them. So uh, Matt posted on. Um, um, our Facebook page that mm-hmm. that Drew McIntyre wanted to fa- face AJ Styles since he was sixteen. Oh, I saw that. So. <laughs> AJ been around for a while though. Yeah, so he has. That's a funny thing if you think about it. That Sometimes was like, that oh, was posted man. on on our Facebook page, the Pro Wrestling mm-hmm. News Tracker that uh, Matt does a really good job on. Um, he does great. <clears throat> he does great. Um, I, I forget that I'm I, I I like some of them, and it was like news. Pro Tracker likes this story. I'm like, oh wait, it doesn't. It doesn't say Earl anymore. I don't care. I like him. I'm like, I didn't post it, but I, I want you to know I like this. This yeah. this, this page likes this post. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's <laughs> funny. Uh, and we'll get back to wrestling, but yeah. Whenever we started that that Facebook page, Matt mm-hmm. Matt asked me, "Hey, dude." He he like he calls me up. I go, "What's up, man?" Yeah. He goes, "Who whose face would you put on this on the wrestler right now? Who who's like the top wrestler in the world?" I yeah. said, "I got." I don't know about the top wrestler, but the hottest yeah. wrestler is Jericho. Mm. Yeah, I said I'd put Jericho on it. He goes, "Okay." Yeah. And, he, and he hung up. He and then, really is. And then he put Jericho on there, so. <laughs> which which I love. So I said, "Okay, that's cool, man." Hey, Matt's Matt's slaying it with the with the post because yeah. I I will sometimes forget all about the post, and I'll see I'm like, "Who posted this?" Oh, we did. Yes, I like that. Yeah. So I mean, I'm posting on our Twitter page. Yep, but I'm. I was trying to keep up with him. I was trying to post exactly uh, what he's posting, but it's kind of hard for me to do it. So now I, I'm now I'm just posting stuff. I just you know I what? do my best to keep the Ric Flair. Yeah, I share him on my page. I do my best to keep it <laughs> yeah. going. And then they just posted a thing that said WWE in the last 24 hours yesterday had taken out a bunch of their posts, so they have like a thing on Instagram in case the page gets taken down. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang it, WWE, stop. Let let me have fun in my life because they're really good. Yeah, I was, take, uh, I was taking stuff away. You know, away, it's like yeah. what I say to the yeah, it's like what I say to the kids whenever whenever I get onto them for a I was like, you know why? Because I said so. I was like, <laughs> oh, I love you, Rick Flair, so much, and people love them. Yeah, and it just brings people together. Oh, so yeah. it's so good. But yeah, but anyways, but yeah. So like I said, Raw was Raw was subpar. It's like man, it's like you're just doing the old standard. Yeah, uh, let's jump over to Impact. Ah, so yes, uh, AEW part one. <laughs> so whenever whenever I started watching it, you were like messaging me, "Hey, you're gonna be happy." Ugh. I go, "Why?" It go, I, I hadn't. Were it, you? Yeah, I was. I, w- I hadn't put it on yet, and as soon as I put it on, so happy. You messaged me because the North is back. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. It was even though even though even though the North didn't didn't pull it out. Yeah, I was just so happy, and I like that 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 Hornswoggle is punking Ethan Page. Yeah. <laughs> And he just looks so angry, like he was on there, and he's just mad. Oh, it's so good. I like. I supposedly, so supposedly they he, opened the curtain. Yeah, supposedly they're they're doing. I think he's punking him on um, 
talking shop too, also as well. So, I so haven't good. I haven't had a chance to pay for that you know pay for that pay per view and watch it, but I eventually mm-hmm. will. So, um, okay, we'll have to give us a, a, a how you enjoyed it. Yes, absolutely. But um, so Impact, uh, it yes. was like it was touted number one rated on Twitter. Yeah, it was actually it was actually got it, it like doubled its ratings. Um, Mm-hmm. I think it went from like uh, one hundred and sixty six thousand views to like two twenty something, two hundred twenty. So it, it jumped up pretty good. Um, yes, and I and you know we'll we'll just talk about it like right away, and we'll talk about the matches here in a minute. But um, okay. at, the, at the very end, Kenny Omega came. With, you know, it was in, he was in his trailer with Don Don Callis, your favorite mm-hmm. guy of all time. Yeah, that Dan Carney. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> I was to me, this is me, and I know you're probably going to have a different view, but I, I was kind of disappointed because I wasn't really sure what they were doing. I mean, because, like, yeah. t- Tony Khan, you know, which I thought was funny and sarcastic, like you were saying, mm-hmm. that he had some he had some mm-hmm. airtime about talking about AEW, and he could have he stopped mm-hmm. it if he could, but he didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, and, and then... Kenny and Don Callis come out. They're talking to Josh Matthews. They keep interrupting him while he's trying to ask questions. Um, well, but, it is Josh but, Matthews. Yeah, it is Josh Matthews. Uh, you know that's true. And I wasn't really sure what they were doing because, like, they weren't calling anybody out, but mm-hmm. they were like Kenny Omega, like you were saying, or like off show, you were saying that he wants to be a belt collector, maybe. And I'll, I'll let you run. Mm. I'll, I'll let you run with your thoughts on that. So. Yeah. So I have to say first that uh, our, my friend Joey uh, did not like the Tony Khan segment. Mm-hmm. And he boy he's boycotting AEW. But I'm not. So we'll talk about it. So I really loved first the Tony, the Tony Tony promo. Yeah. Um, I like that he was very much a salty, sarcastic business person. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have he didn't have and he did make fun of Tony Schiavone, which I wasn't happy about. But he was he was portraying the very upset businessman. Um, but yeah, so here's the thing: one is I, I don't really care for Josh Matthews interviewing. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I, that's just me. Um, who else do they but, got though? Who, who else do they got? To I know, interview? but I don't get it. So so never in his career has he ever been a corporate stooge. Mm-hmm. But yet, Don Callis wanted to refer to him as the Stanford boy, you, you stooge, and I'm like, yeah, oh, that doesn't fit Josh Matthews' persona. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then I didn't, I don't know, I can't cross reference it, but he tried to say like Dean Ambrose was on season one, tough enough. I don't remember. I don't get that. Yeah. I, I know, I know, Josh Matthews was season one, tough enough. I know that, but like Don Callis was like, was like, you're friends with Dean Ambrose, season one, tough enough. And I was like, are you saying Dean Ambrose was on season one, tough enough? Or are you saying it's because Josh Matthews was on season one, tough enough? Yeah. So I was very confused by that. Like Don Callis is a carny, and he confused me a lot with his carny speak. Yeah, but. Kenny Omega made some to me made some really strong stuff. One. He he feels like his old self, and if he feels like his old self, that's always good because the Kenny Omega effect is is great. He has wonderful matches, but he did so. I like I was telling you, he said he read comic books, and he wants to collect things. Yeah. So is he going to be like the Marvel collector? Now, if that's the case, I mean, what is he going to collect? <clears throat> somebody somebody put his face on Ultimo Dragon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember the picture of Ultimo Dragon where he had all the all the belts? All the belts, yeah. So they said they said the collector Kenny Omega. So, <clears throat> but yeah, he did. He said he said uh he said uh, you know, oh, I heard you have some belts here in Impact. And he's like, "Yeah, we got belts here in Impact." So, that makes me wonder is he, is he going to go after the belts in Impact. And which one would he go for first? Is he going to go for the, the Impact big title? Is he going to go for one of the other belts? I don't, I don't know which one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I like it, though. I, I really do. I think, I think again, um, I think them uh, having a partnership with, with Impact, whether it's a long-term deal or not, I think it's good. Even if you just do the freelance stuff, if Kenny Omega wrestles on Impact, they're going to have hive numbers. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. everybody wants to see that. And then you have the people that will be speculating. Oh, is he going to team up with the Good Brothers again? Oh my gosh, is he going to do it? And they'll make people want to watch it too. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's good for all parties involved. Like I said last week, and I also like the 
the guy that's what's his name? The guy for, that used to be Team Canada that's that does all the bookings. Scott Scott De, Scott Demore. Yeah, Scott Scott Demore. I'm sorry. Yeah, and he was like, whenever uh, whenever uh, investigator uh, Tommy Dreamer came in, and he yeah. was like, oh, wrestlers calling wrestlers booking matches. That never works out. And then Tom Dream was like, hey, this is a bad idea. And he was like, Lance Storm loves it. And Lance Storm doesn't even smile. So I thought that was funny. I like that they did the call out to... I I like the call out to Lance Storm. Um, But yeah, again, it shows you. You know what I'm saying? They did it as the main event. And you built up the whole thing. And they were number one on Twitter. They they doubled their numbers, like you said. For viewership, so it's really good. And I have some friends that are like, "I hate you, I hate you, AEW." Made me watch all of Impact. Yeah. So, you know, what I'm saying, even if you just get like the first hour of the two hours, and you put Kenny Omega in the first hour, yeah, that first hour of viewership will be great. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, so I think it's really good. I really do, and I like the I like the salty businessman Tony Khan. Um, I think it's good. He is. It was his first promo, and it was it was a little shaky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, he's never done a promo like that before. And then Jericho even posted. Did you see the tweet by Jericho? I did not about his match. His match in ECW versus I forget who it was, but he took a really nasty elbow from the guy, and he said he had his friends in the in the in the uh, in the audience watching his match back in ninety. 697 mm-hmm. and Tony Khan was like, "Oh yeah, remember I was there. I was right here." And he circled the picture where he was at and and uh uh Jericho put that on Twitter. It was like, "Hey, I had friends there watching it. I mm-hmm. forgot Tony was there and he pointed it out." So, yeah. like I said, Tony's Tony Khan no matter what, he is a lifelong wrestling fan, but he's like I said, I I think it's really good what they're doing. So, but I really enjoyed Impact. I watched it all. I didn't have any, you know, there wasn't any matches that I fast forwarded through, so I liked it a lot. Um, I don't know if you were aware of this, but Kenny Omega is the AAA Mega Champion right now. Oh, I know. He didn't lose it. He didn't lose it on that pay per view. No, he Remember? didn't. And um, nope. So, but he, you know, he doesn't display that one at all. I think I can't remember where he where he did. I think before, but um, but, but he, he did it once on AEW. Remember whenever they punched him? And yeah. He, uh, remember it was Pentagon. And Pentagon did something. He took yeah. it off and he taunted him with it. Yeah. That's the only time he's ever really showed it. Yeah, I wish I wish he would carry it around more. I wish AAA would like let him do hey, it. Hey, if he if he's gonna be the if he's gonna be the collector, he's gonna have to show that one off. Yeah, I, I would think. You know so, what I'm saying? Because yeah. he'll have that. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Like I said, because that's gonna be the first two belts that he has. He's the AAA Mega Champion and the AEW Champion. Yeah. So if he's gonna be the collector, he, they're gonna have to come to some kind of an agreement so he can so he can show off those belts. You know, you know what I loved at the very end was. Um, Rick Swan was trying to um, get through the, I guess, through a door, and it was like uh-huh. a, it was a it was like a, a door guy saying, "No, I'm sorry, you can't come through here." Uh, the uh, world champion's out there. He goes, "I am the world champion," and he goes, "No, no, no, oh, no, because no. of Moose." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. It was, he thought it was because of Moose. He says, "No, no, no." It goes, "I don't care about Moose." No, no, it's not Moose. It's Kenny, it's Kenny Omega, the AEW champion, and like oh. Rick Swan just looked at him for a long time. Like without saying a word, and it just stopped. And it, he goes, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's out there." <laughs> and then it, it, it just faded away after that. So, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of like that because maybe you know, you know, Rick will confront uh, Kenny Omega, which I would love. Okay. But hey, did you see the the thing that they put out there? Uh, Rich Swan and Chris Bay at the pay per view will be the only second time a wrestling promotion has main evented a pay per view. With two African Americans, I did not know that. Yeah, oh my god! Because the guy, the guy talked about it. And he was like, "I did research because it was interesting." And the first one was The Rock versus um, I'm drawing a blank now, but it was like 2000 and it was like 2003, almost 20 years ago. Was it Booker or 2001? T? Yeah, Booker T versus The Rock. Yeah, that was the first pay per view that two African American wrestlers main evented a pay per view. Yeah, and that was over twenty years ago, and now the next one's going to be Rich Swan versus Chris Bay. Yeah, so it's going to take uh, like some people a joke promotion because there's some people that say that about Impact. So it's going to take a joke promotion to put two African Americans, um, uh, as their main event. Wow, that's yeah. So I thought that was really cool. I, I was like, that that props, good job, good job, Impact. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I didn't know that, so now I'm actually that makes me pretty happy. I did not I know, know that. So. They're making big moves. Yeah. So yeah, and then I also read an article that said that they're still AW is still trying to be in in partnership with NJPW. So maybe maybe there might be the trifecta. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, let's jump over to AEW. Ah, you ready? I am. I, I missed part of it because my, my, my DVR messed up. So I didn't get to see all of it. So what actually did you see? So I saw the, the first match. The Bucks. Banger. Yeah, the Bucks. Oh, my God. I, I I even said it. I don't like how they treat Angelico and Jack Evans. Yeah, because they were great this at was Lucha. They were great they, at Lucha, man. Oh, my God. And this one, if they won, they got a title shot down the road. And then they lost. Yeah. But... But leading up to their loss, mm-hmm. oh man! And Helico kicked out of like two super kick parties. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Evans is Jack Evans. Like like they put they put it down, and I was very happy with that match. I wasn't happy the way it ended, but I was extremely happy with the way it was. What's your What's your take on this other? Uh, African American, I, I can't think of their name. Uh, they came out. They were like they were challenging the bus, oh. and they tried to come out and in, like like interfere. Yeah, it's and, not. It's top flight, isn't it? No, it's like another one. I can't think. Of, I can't. For the life of me, it's like the name escapes me. And um, and they, I think uh, SCU came out to protect the young bucks, which I didn't. Yeah, they did because because yeah. uh, uh, Christopher Angel. Yes. Had the had the chair and he was chasing them out. Yeah, because they were sneaking up on him, like they were going to attack him from behind where yeah. they didn't see him. Yeah, that was that was kind of odd. <laughs> so, yeah, like I, here's the thing though, man. They're setting up they're setting up the tag team matches. Yeah. Um, but you know, and then you, I also saw FTR's match. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, I'm just saying because they have enough tag teams there to. I mean, I I like that they're giving other tag teams opportunities, but they but they have a lot of tag teams already. I mean, they got. They do, and that was another thing that Omega talked about. Was I heard you have tag teams over here? Yeah, and Callus was like, "Yeah, we got tag teams." <laughs> so, very interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, they. Here's the thing, though. They are not shy of pushing. Here's the thing: WB doesn't care about tag teams. Mm-hmm. AEW loves tag teams, and to, and their tag team matches they they showcase them. They had two of them. The, the, there's two of them that I saw. Even FTR. Yeah. FTR fought... Um, the Varsity Blondes. Yeah, the Varsity Blondes. And let me tell you something. Brian, Brian Pillman Jr. and Tarzan Jr., whatever his name is. Yeah. Varsity, the Varsity Blondes. Man, they put on a good show. Like, they took FTR to the... Like, not to the limit. But, man, they, they, made, they made themselves look really good. I, I I was really happy with that match. But again, if WWE, they wouldn't even have had those two tag team matches. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if they did, they would have been two minutes apiece. Um, I'm not... I was just going to say, um, I agree with you 100% on that. Uh, yes. I'm, ju- I'm jumping to like another segment. Um, Are we talking about Sting? No. We, you, know, okay. we, you know, we sure can, though. Um, but I, was, I liked I, it. I was, I was just going to mention um, Hangman Page... Being interviewed and then John Silver, oh. <laughs> they come in. <laughs> John Silver's amazing. Yeah. How long have you been back there? <laughs> God, John Silver. Let me tell you something. John Silver is the breakout twenty twenty wrestler. Yes. Like, like remember because we talked about it because remember I don't remember how long ago it was, but like when Brody Lee was there, like John Silver was his muscle, and I'm like, why do they have the little short guy? They need to have ten. Yeah. Because remember, ten's a beast. Yeah. But man, now I see now I see why John Silver was 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 there for Brody Brody Lee. Like John Silver is he's got he's, he has won me over. His little short man charisma, making him feel like he's six foot tall. Yeah, he's crazy. He he laughs at his own jokes, and he fl- I, he, I love that. I, I don't know if you know he flexes all the time now. He does, he does. <laughs> he's a little papa. He's a little little papa pump. Uh, but yeah, I love John Silver. John Silver is by far one of my favorite AEW wrestlers, and I don't. And like I said, he 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 was the sleeper wrestler. He yeah. came out of nowhere. There's a there's a story. Um, um, Cody Rhodes was um, saying that when 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 he was wrestling, I can't remember if it was, it was on Dark or not. I think I, I think it was on Dark. Yeah, and he was wrestling on Dark. He had the mask on back then, and so he was slowly mm-hmm. breaking out of his character. Um, uh-huh. Cody had 
had talked to Aubrey Edwards, the the referee, like in yeah. her ear, and he was telling Aubrey, "Tell him to flex whenever he does it." <laughs> <laughs> so she was telling him, "Flex, Cody yeah. wants you to flex." And so he started doing it, started flex, like whenever he was oh, like he was so pinning, he, he was pinning somebody, and like they're on the ground, he put his foot on them, and then he just flexed. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, like I love so, John Silver. Yeah. Hey. It's so good, but that was a good that was a good segment. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I kind of enjoyed it. But uh, let's let's also let's backtrack a little bit and talk about Sting. Okay. Uh, okay I was we'll, I was kind of surprised on how casual he was on this. Man, and here's the thing. I, I know, I know, I know. Uh, Matt posted a thing on our Facebook page that said that uh, he had a message for Cody. Like uh, there was a bunch of Easter eggs. It was so. So before that match, before that promo happened. Darby Allen had one, and they're saying, and I read a report that said Darby Allen produced that segment. Yeah, and he did really good building up his promo for uh, FT Dub. Yeah, and he talked about how he's been picked on his entire life by people like Brian Cage, and then they showed the the the, the Horshack test of sting and he just laughed and mm-hmm. smiled yeah so that was that was very interesting I'm it like, was this has it, to happen i said this this is what i want it, it's almost it's almost like you know because <laughs> we were talking about it last week mm-hmm. and we we're talking about man it would be cool if he did that he's got to do it he's got to be you know yeah. he's got to be his mentor and yeah. I, I didn't read it anywhere i know you didn't either we just we just mm-hmm. talked about it because we're fans yep. and and this yep. is what we want to see and i i love that they're actually going that way so and I like that. And I like his own <laughs> message for Cody. He's like, I'm not here for you. And I'm like, oh, you're here for Darby. Because he, po- he even pointed at Darby. He's yeah. like, this feels comfortable. This feels comfortable. And he just pointed up at, at the rafters, and it yeah. was Darby. I was like, yes. Oh. And then and then he, he, he like I said, the, the whole thing with Cody when he's like, I'm not here for you. And then before he left, he, like, brung him in and then hit him hard on the back. Uh-huh. And then he walked off. And, I was, and he said, but I'm not here for you. At least not yet. And I was all like, oh, oh, so much good stuff. Like, it's so yeah. cryptic. But that's like old school sting. Like 90, like like the beginning of the crow sting. Like he did cryptic messages. So I like that they let him do that again. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and also the the Royal Rumble, the ready to rumble nerd fanboy in me. As soon as he hugged, as soon as he hugged Tony Schiavone because he fanboyed out. Mm-hmm. Because Jarrah was like, there's a fanboy in all of us. But when he fanboyed out on Tony Schiavone, I was like, we're men who love other men. <laughs> and we're okay. You love Jimmy we're King. And, and we're okay just, saying it. Oh, that's, that, and we're okay. Yeah, and everything. That just went through my head. And I was like, I love Sting so much. Uh, but So, yeah, so I was very happy. I was very happy with the Sting segment. I was surprised that, like I was saying earlier, surprised it was casual, but I liked it, too. Uh, it was it was very good. It was very good, so... Um, and then my and then my DVR died. Not my DVR, but my recording said some of yours is lost, and they just froze on. It the, froze uh, on that. Okay, the Dustin, the Dustin Rhodes one. So I have. A, so my question is: is what what was with the Shack segment? The Shack segment was um, Brandy. Like whenever, like because Tony was interviewing both of them. Okay. He interviews Brand. He 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 introduced Brandy. You know he does. I, I forgot what she's in charge of, like marketing or. Merchandise or something. I, I can't remember what it was. So he said marketing, mm-hmm. uh, merchandise, officer, blah, blah. And then when he got to Shaq, he ran, ran off this whole accolades of things, you know, 10-time, you know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, champion and, you know, um, NBA star and, like, all-star stuff. And, you know, he's a board member of Papa John's. And she says right away, she says, so, you know, you're going to run off his sheet really high and you're just not going to – you're just going to say I'm this? Okay, that's cool. You know, so it was, it was instantly, it was instantly like. But Brady Rose doesn't have any accolades. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> you got knocked out. But, anyway, oh. but uh, right away, it started off that way and like her being pissed off about it. And then yeah. like she was talking about, they were talking about, I can't think of the, the, the girl's name that came out and like hurt her arm or something. But um, mm-hmm. Shaq was talking about her and that he's he's interested in seeing, you know, them both getting on. And for some reason, she she just got she got irritated for everything, and she got her glass of water and just dumped it on his face and said, "You know what? You're an asshole." And then walked off. God, that's that that's that Brandy Rhodes for you. Yeah, she's you know she's sexy too, but, but uh, 
That's okay. Uh, but so they're, you know what? It's a good way to build up that match. Yeah. Though. So they're 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 building it up. So you know, I'm I'm invested in it. I because yeah. I'm as long I'm, as Shaq doesn't wrestle, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, I'm not a big Shaq fan, but you know, I like the build up, and I like, I, I think he'd be worse than Carl Malone. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that with a big leather God. pants. God, like I believe, like the, uh, like if Shaq were to wrestle, I think it would be worse than Dennis Rodman and Karl Malone combined. Like yeah. those are the worst two celebrities that ever wrestled. In yeah. Oh, you know who was really good was Stephen Emil. Uh, Man, Stephen Emil was great. He was, and he because I know he was on WWE, and then eventually mm-hmm. he made it over to Ring of Honor, and it he did yeah. some Bullet Club stuff with uh, the Bullet Club guys, and yep, and that was great. But anyway, um. And then there was that segment, the Inner Circle Ultimatum. Oh yeah, I I, I didn't get to see it, but I saw that they're they're a family now. They're so family. Um, <laughs> like Sammy comes out right away. He keeps he keeps uh, you know interrupting. Um, what's name Max, and they they keep mm-hmm. arguing and stuff. And uh, I think uh, Santana, no Ortiz, Ortiz. He he interrupts him. And he says, he goes, you know, Sammy, I got your back. He says, Max, you're an asshole. <laughs> he, he goes, but you're like Man a, a few words. He goes, Man a few he, words. He goes, but you're like a fungus. You're growing on me. <laughs> so he, he tells he tells Sammy, awesome. he tells Sammy, shake his hand, Sammy. Shake his hand. And he didn't want to. And like Jericho said, shake his hand. And then like uh, Sammy walks over to Jericho and gets in his face and says, if the next thing goes wrong, I'm walking. And Jericho Ooh. takes off his glasses like he's real pissed off that he got in his face. And he goes, okay. <laughs> Here we go. And so they, they, like, shook hands. And then, like, and then Warlow, well, Wardlow and um, and Jake were, like, saying, because he keeps staring at me. You keep staring at me. No, do you like me? No, you like me. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. I, I really enjoyed it. So, uh, I'm, but, I'm very upset that Santana is not there right now. Yeah, I read an article that said he's got some family stuff. So yeah, I think uh, like a parent of it, like you know, you know, one of his parents or something. Or mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I like I said the article I read didn't go very vague. It was just he had some he had some pressing family matters that he has to be for. So like I said, it's not anything bad. Um, so yeah, yeah so, I but think I miss him though. He's like the straight man of the two, him and Ortiz. Yeah, because I think I think his dad passed away. Last year, that sucks. And I think yeah. this could be his mom. I don't know. So that, um, yeah, that sucks. It does. Um, with your head. Yeah. Um, but it was a really good segment. So I think you know, you know, I think my thoughts is that Sammy's going to probably be the first one to depart. Yeah. So I think that's yeah, that's okay though. He's he 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 he'd be a good. I think he'd be a good run for the TNT title. Yeah. I think I you know oh, who won between Maxwell Friedman and and Orange Cassidy? Uh, MJ. Okay. He ended up winning because um, uh, Miro came out when the ref wasn't oh. looking, and he clotheslined. Uh, he's so angry. I, he I like is. what they're doing. I yeah. like what they're doing with this character. He's so angry. So he's like he's just going to kill everybody. So the the uh, the inner circle was all out there, and they kept they uh-huh. kept uh, like interfering, and uh-huh. um, the best friends went to the back and brought a lot of guys out to help support him. So every now and then Ooh. they were like getting into skirmishes. Like outside the ring, and that's when that's when Miro came in. Man, I gotta watch it on. I'm yeah. gonna watch it on the app now. Yeah, Miro came in and he he clotheslined him, and then uh, you know MJ just rolled over there and just put his arm on him because he was like he was <laughs> he was out too, and then they just counted um, they just counted them out. So he he keeps the diamond. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Fifty thousand dollar diamond ring. Faux show. Faux show. But uh, it was it was a really good show. I really enjoyed it. Good. Um, I like everything that they're doing on there. Like I was saying, I like yeah. I like the story that the Young Bucks they they like they 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 don't want to commit commit com- completely to Kenny's what he's doing about his you yep. know his gentleman agreement. He's just they're just mm-hmm. going along that. I like that route. I love yep. what they're doing to Sting and Darby, and I love uh, what they're doing with uh, FTR. That they yes. they want to bring them back and like they're just they gonna, look strong. Yeah, they do and. Um, also, like what they're doing with the Dark Order, because um, the Exalted one's not there, so they're letting these guys just do what they want on the mic. I'm interested when he, when he comes back, what's going to happen if they're going to continue to be like funny and yeah and stuff like that. So I'm kind of interested in that. So mm-hmm. that's going to be a good. It's going to be a new facet to it. So yeah, I think that'll be really good. 
Um, so the Lucha Brothers and Lance Archer lost to Eddie Kingston and the Butcher and the Blade, and I was kind of surprised with that. Uh, Pinta's hurt. Is he? He got oh. yeah. He got hurt on that match. Oh man, I didn't. I, I got to go back yeah. and like look at it. Yeah, I read an article. He got hurt on that match, so now he's going to be on the shelf for a little bit too. Um, but uh, I get you know Eddie Kingston. You know they're they're pushing him and his mouth, and I, I love that. Yeah. No, but a hundred percent. Yeah. So they're they may be like the like one of the biggest heels next to um, you know I think they're like three behind you know they're the the Dark Order, and then you got mm-hmm. the <clears throat> uh, Jericho's group, and um, yep. So I think I think they're like three. So I mean, that's I think it's good. That's just me. I agree. It just sucks though because Lance Archer was this monster, and now they've ever since COVID, it's kind of gone downhill. So yeah. I hope they I hope they let him go back to his I'm a total monster phase. So yeah. It'd be interesting to see what happens. Every time every time I see him. Uh, he did this. I can't remember whose podcast he did, but he did someone's podcast, and he was explaining whenever he was in Japan, because um, he yes. did he didn't know that much Japanese, and they had like one guy that was his booker that spoke like a little bit of English, and he mm-hmm. would just always come up to Lance Archer and say, "Give me more monster, give me more monster." <laughs> <laughs> like he'd say, "Okay, so you know how do how do you want to do the match? How do you want me more monster, more monster, more monster." <laughs> So every time That's I see great. him, hey, he's acting, great as a monster. Yeah, every time I see him going, I think of that that one line all the time. More monster. That's hey, listen, he's <laughs> he's great as a monster. He I is. just wish they'd let him go back to it. Yeah, I agree. The COVID sidelined that, and then Eddie Kingston stepped in. And we've talked about it. Like Eddie Kingston took the reins, and now uh, he's having to ride the back seat. So we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting to see. Okay, let's jump over to one thing. AEW does is AEW does good coming back full circle. Yeah. Sure do. Um, let's jump over to NXT. Uh, so we started. Yes. We started it, and we're going to end it. We got some bookends, and I'm pretty happy with that. So I like it too. So um, <laughs> Jake Atlas, he he beats uh, Swerve Scott. I was kind of surprised with that. They, hey, well, he was talking like last week or the week before that. He was talking about how you know it's his time, and he's going to make the best of it, and he's doing it. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of surprised with that because uh, I thought I thought Swerve was um, I thought he was I thought they were they're going to push him completely, but maybe I'm wrong. He I don't know. He got beat by Fantasma El Fuego, whatever his name is. Yeah, King Cuerno. He got beat by King Cuerno. Mama calls him King Cuerno. I'm gonna call him King Cuerno. He got beat by King Cuerno, and now he's he's back at the end of the line. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's Jake Atlas's turn. Yeah. So, uh, ever rise. Uh, Imperium and the Grizzled Young Veterans. That was a good match. It was a good match. <laughs> I it was a good match. I, the, the only thing I liked about this, and I'll just say this real quick, was last week that they got uh-huh. this, this match got set up when Everrise jumped those guys. So, yes, so. Everrise said, "You know what? It's our turn. We're gonna we're gonna input, we're gonna insert our dominance." So. <laughs> but that was that was you know I. I for for some reason I wasn't surprised because they they just came back they're gonna push him obviously so mm-hmm. I like Grizzled Young Veterans yeah I, I always have I thought they were really good they're a good you know what I'm saying they got a good feel to them and stuff so I thought like I said I like them and they came back and those three teams meshed really well so yeah I was very happy with that match yeah I don't know enough about them I'm just gonna I'm gonna they're gonna have to grow on me so yeah you're gonna have to um Tommaso Champa versus Cameron Grimes. I like the segment. <laughs> Cameron Grimes is fighting everybody. Yeah, I like the segment leading up to it. I really did. I liked it, you know, because he was yeah. talking about, you know, Cameron Grimes that is brash and loud and, you know, I, I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was, yes. I, th- I thought it was a good build up. And then they, and then like to top it off, they brought out Thatcher to come out and did whatever Tommaso did like the weeks before. Came out with oh. a chair and sat down and watched yes. it. So, um, but um, Tommaso still won. So. Well, Tommaso don't get Tommaso don't get distracted unless he's fighting jo- Johnny Gargano. Yeah, when Candice LeRae comes out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. His his attire at at NXT Takeover, mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, he he had that Mortal Kombat look and everything with his with his ring gear. So. Yeah, but yeah, no, I like it. You know what? Hey, listen, both of them are strong wrestlers. Like they 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 hit hard. 
Um, they're not afraid to put their body on the line. So I like I like the Timothy Thatcher and uh, I, I do uh, too. I'm really ha- I'm really happy with that yeah. too. I'm not sure what they're going to do can with do Cameron. One or two more matches. Yeah. Listen, Cameron Grimes floats. Okay, he's going to come out. I say in, in a month time, he's going to come out and he's going to be having the Cameron Grimes to the moon challenges, and he's just going to be squashing people with the cave in, and uh, it's going to be it's going good times, good times. What I, what I didn't what I didn't talk about what did, we didn't talk about was. Uh, Finn Balor starts the show, and then uh, Pete Dunne comes out. Um, yeah, uh, Punishment Martinez comes out. Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to remember who else. Came the waif, the waif of the waif of Pete Dunne. <laughs> like he did not let his he did not let his quarantine lockdown deter him. Like, yeah. he slimmed down. He did. Uh, he did. It's he crazy. Was um, him? Colorado came out. To, you know, to, mm-hmm. to interrupt Finn and stuff. I kind of like that. That was that was really good, and I liked the way Kyle Riley was attacking Pete Dunne with his like mocking his his uh, his speech. Because shouldn't you be at the hospital, mate? <laughs> <laughs> and he said it back to him, like to. And I I thought it was a good comeback. You know, it was, it was, yes. it was pretty funny. So hey, I'm all about a Kyle O'Reilly Pete Dunne singles. Feed. Yeah, that because you saw how you saw how well. Kyle O'Reilly stood up with Finn Balor, and they mm-hmm. actually legitimately hurt each other. Yeah, so that shows Kyle O'Reilly can go with a bruiser weight. So I, I'm very, very interested and, and happy and intrigued what they're going to do with them having a singles match together if that's what they decide to do. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't able to watch the Killian Dane versus Pete Dunne. So did you watch that? Say it again. I wasn't able to watch the Killian Dane Pete Dunne match. Um, I, I didn't watch it, so I was wondering whether you watched it or not. I did not. I didn't get a chance to okay. see it. So Killian Dane loses to Pete Dunne because after that segment, uh, Pete Dunne was walking to the back, and Killian Dane runs up to him and starts uh, hitting him in, like, in the back. And so I guess they set mm. up this match. So uh, Pete Dunne beats him, which I'm. it's kind of hard for me to think about him him being uh, Killian Dane because he's so small. But yeah. of course they're pushing yeah. him because he wants they want him to go against you know Finn Balor. I understand that. I don't know that, how you can be the beast of Belfast if you're going to get beat all the time. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, I don't get that. Um, so the last match was Amber Moon versus uh, my my new homegirl uh, Gonzalez. I really like her a lot. So. Um, <laughs> I like Rachel. I like Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, she, she is. She's a big woman. She's she very is. strong. She's, I like her a lot. She's easy on the eyes. And I like Amber Moon, too. Yeah. Amber Moon is one of Booker T's best trained students. Yes, she is. And she's actually from Dallas. Yep. So, um, so yeah, uh, Gonzalez beats Ember Moon, and I think Tony Storm comes out and beats her up more after that. So, I did, I did, <laughs> I did see that. So, cake. yeah, I, I, I love I, cake. <laughs> yeah, I, I like her. Cake. Yeah, I like her a lot too. So, mm, Tony so. Storm is good, good, good on the eyes. Yeah, she is. She's man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. So that's gonna that's gonna cover us. I think we covered I everything. Think so we so. covered a lot of good stuff today. We did, and it's like we're right under an hour. We're at fifty eight seconds. Ooh, we got fifty eight seconds. But really, we started like five after. So we did. So yeah, it's all right. We're good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. Like I said, I hope I hope uh, they uh, just take away. I hope that they continue to do mm-hmm. stuff on Impact. Just. Because it's going to help everybody involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's just one segment, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and the best thing with Impact is they can tape it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they can tape it and have it just be a back. Even if it's a backstage segment where Omega's like, "Hey guys," and he's like, "Oh, too sweet." You know what I'm saying? That just right there will put the seed in your head, and people will want to watch it. You tweak to see if they actually form again. So, so I like it. I like what they're. Doing. I would. I would love to see. And this can be, you know, Impact. This could be AEW. This could be AEW Dark. I don't care. I'd love to see like Kenny in a match, and then Luke Gallows and uh, Anderson come out, and then the Young Bucks. And then Ooh, and them just yeah. like not even say a word, but just stand in the ring, all of them together, and like, you know, mm-hmm. and that to me that would that would I would I would I'd get, I'm getting chills right now. Literally, my <laughs> my arm, my hair center my arms. That would be so awesome. It would be. I think and, that would be great. Um, I, I don't know. That's that's just me, like the fad inside me. So, 
Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, that's a good idea. Let's make it happen. Will yes. it to the universe. Yes, sir. We, I mean, because like usually, if we talk about something on you know that we want to see, it usually happens now. I'm telling you, they listen to us. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to tell you that, but you know, I got Scott Demore and some other people. They listen to our podcast. I didn't want to. Didn't want to tell you about it because it freak you out. But I'm just saying, I mean, <laughs> it happens. It happens. So you know, don't get freaked out. Don't yeah, let it. Don't yeah. let it get to your head. Roger that. Tim phone. Tim phone. <laughs> um, I would be. That'd be crazy if you got a call from like Scott Demore. I know, like, right? Uh, Earl told you the truth. You're like, what is this? What universe am I in? <laughs> oh my god, I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> but, um, but, okay, all right, I think this will do it for us. Um, my friend, th- okay. thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. Until and next week. Next week, we will start this again. All right, brother. Yes, sir. Have a good one. All right, talk to you later. Bye right, bye. <laughs>